Warning! The Bone Bad Show is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the Bone Bat Podcast. This is Steve. And this is Cord. Tonight we have a special guest. I'd like to welcome Jorge Meneses from uh, Seattle's Barefoot Barnacle, longtime contributor to the Bone Bat Show. Welcome, Jorge. I feel very welcomed. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you could make it, dude. Oh, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's going on? Uh, not much, you know, just listening to some Hoonab Koo, as you can tell, you know. Yeah, uh, all listening. Yes, can you guys hear all these awesome sounds? I can I hear the awesome sounds. Yeah. I guess the they're coming out with just the... seeping through my speakers right now, <laughs> covering me in a thick molasses-like substance. Sweet. That sounds pretty uh, sexy. <laughs> I, I'm a sexy man. Oh damn! I think Jorge is going to fit in here just fine. I think he's uh, already. Is, I hope not. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. What is here? <laughs> in the Bone Bat Studios, oh, of oh, course. Okay, cool. That's cool. Or the mental state of Hunab mind, I guess. Well, I'm more of a fan of Hunab Foo. You know what I'm saying, yo? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hunab has a new a newish CD out. It's called the Gaze Inward. The Gaze Inward, yes. And uh, you can get that through Black Sheep Records. Uh, I will give you guys some links so you can uh, check them out on your own at the end of the podcast. Also, you'll find the link to their MySpace on the Boneback page. So, as usual, it's time to get to what pisses us off. Oh, right off the bat, huh? Yeah, cool. why, why fuck around? I don't know, we're pissed yeah, off motherfuckers. Right you know, we got a lot of, a lot of good feedback about uh, the last episode and what pisses us off. So, uh, clearly, this is a direction that I think we should lead off the show with. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm, oh God, I'm pissed off just thinking about it. Sweet. Well, since Jorge is the guest, you want to start things off? What pisses you off, dude? Oh, there's so many. Um... One thing that pisses me off, I guess, is uh, little, like, 14-year-old, like, kids that think they're so hard and ghetto, and, like, like, they're, like probably, oh, not too long ago, but anyways, I was walking on the street, and uh, this, like, this 14-year-old kid, and he has a bike, and he's, I just walking by him, and he's fixing his bike, next thing I know, he's like, what you looking at, kid? What you looking at, son, cuz? <laughs> All this shit, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and he thought he was so hard. And, like, so I just kept walking, and then, like, I passed him, and then he's like, that's right, bitch, that's right, keep walking, keep walking. And I was like, I'm like, am I a bitch? I, I am a bitch. And like, I mean, like, what was it to do, you know? You like, were, you were a walking bitch. Unbelievable. I, I know. But I thought, I, you know, what was it to do, run around there and, like, pick him up? I could, like, power drive him with, like, in, like, two seconds. But... Yeah, really, that's a no-win situation. Either you're going to assault a minor, you know, beat up some little kid, or you're going to have some little kid talking smack to you. It's a can't-win. Yeah, I know. The only way you can get away with dealing with that properly is if there are no witnesses. Yeah, it's it's better to, you know, just laugh at a fucking little idiot like that. They'll learn. At some point, they'll come up with somebody their own age who will fix them good. I thought I'd it teach them a lesson, you know. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so how about you, Gord? What pisses me, you know what pisses me off? Hand sanitizer. When you, you go to, uh, you go to, like, push down on the, the little thing to get the hand sanitizer to squirt out, and especially in the summertime, you get that little, that little blob of dried stuff in the bottom, kind of like a splitter, and it shoots, instead of down in your hand, it shoots, like, up. Like, it just gives you, it in your face or all over your chest or something. It's like pissing after sex. The the Dick Cheney thing. The funny thing is you keep pumping it after that. (laughs) (laughs) It's all in your hair and on your face. You're just loving it, it, man. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the Cheney. (laughs) (laughs) Nice callback. It's the Cheney. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, shit. that pisses me off. That just happened to me right before the show. Because I like to get clean before we podcast. 
Yeah, you wouldn't want to be filthy when you step into the studio. I kind of get that. No. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, so what about you? What pisses you off? You know, <laughs> I I hate to, to piss all over a guy who's given me a lot of reading enjoyment, but George R.R. R. Martin is oh, fucking kiss pissing me off. So we've been waiting for two years for the sequel, the fourth sequel, fifth, fifth sequel, in the series of The Song of Fire and Ice. Starts with the Game of Thrones. It's a great se- fantasy series. It's this epic. Oh, yeah. For you, people you know, who aren't like familiar. Hobbit or that kind of thing. This, this series of books absolutely kicks seven shades of ass. It does not fuck around. It's, ba- it's kind of based on uh, the War of the Roses era London. Uh, or England, but you take that sort of era and then you add some fantasy aspects to it, like zombies and dragons and a form of magic. And yeah, but just a they, little but bit. That's, but that's, yeah, but that's a minor factor, really. What The main thing is basically the, the intrigues between these families that are always going on. And the, the cool thing that Martin does is he basically sets up his characters just to kick the piss out of them. So... There are constantly, you never know who's going to go next, who's going to die, who's going to get hurt, who's going to get fucked up. And it's it, it's amazing. And the guy has been writing, he was writing the fourth book for several years. It got delayed, delayed, delayed. So he split it in half and released half of it, saying that, well, I have the other half, I just need to flesh it out, and it'll be another, you know, a year or so, and we'll have that out. So no, he we acted wait. like it was done. He's like, oh, okay, no, I wrote it, and you know, here's the first right. half, and I'm going to publish the second half shortly. And this isn't shit we're making up. It's printed in the back of the of the actual fourth book that he, you know, these were his intentions. So <laughs> this last week it comes out. He was the book was due to be out in stores in September. Uh, you could, yeah, there was an ad on Amazon.com for right. it. Yeah, you could you could pre-order said book with a picture of the goddamn book cover. Right, and so this week he posts in his blog something to the effect of, well, I'm going to Spain, didn't finish the book, oh well. <laughs> Fuck! So the book has been delayed, the publisher has withdrawn the the solicitation, and now we once again don't know. I I can't read to rate the book, George, but fucking you're pissing me off. You, still yeah, buy you're it, pissing you know, me so. off too, and if Jorge could read, you'd probably be pissing him off. <laughs> I would be pissed, but luckily... I don't read. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh so and and beets, beets piss me off. <laughs> the, fr- the, the vegetable? Fuck? Yeah, the uh. vegetable. What the fuck? Beets. We got some fresh beets the other week, and like we're trying to put them in stuff. And a little bit of shaved beet, like in a salad, I can handle. But any major amount of beet is fucking shitty. And any way you prepare, prepare it, there's just no way around the fact that it's god-awful. I can't stand no, them. Steve, it's not for me. Beets suck balls. A, beet, a, a fresh beet is every bit as wonderful as a fresh tumor. <laughs> I always liked eating them, you know? Because I always felt like I was like sucking in some blood or something when I was a kid because they yeah, started bleeding everywhere. So like, do you like you pick them up and eat them like a fucking apple or something? Well, no. We would, like, they'd be sliced. I don't know. My mom could. I, okay, I honestly haven't eaten a beet since I was probably like eight. But, you know, I liked him then. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe I just haven't had it the right way yet. But I've had them different ways. We just had some fresh ones, and I didn't like them. So. No, no. If, there you know, you you're go. 40 years beets old, are pissing I think you're me old off. enough to say you don't like beets. It's kind of <laughs> like me and eggplant. I, you know, I don't like eggplant. Don't stop trying to feed me eggplant. I'm not going to like it this way. You know, your new way where you can barely even taste it. No, I don't want to taste it at all. Fuck eggplant. <laughs> I'm not eating it. it. tastes like shit. Are there any foods that you just won't eat? Me? Yeah. Uh, semen? <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> quite a food. I can flip through the food guide, but I don't think that's in no, there no, so okay. much. A food I don't it's like. It's kind of splashed on the side of the food pyramid. <laughs> I'm not a fan of eating salt by itself. I'll tell you that. Like like a, <laughs> a salt lick. <laughs> Where did you uh, pick this guy up, Steve? <laughs> what? Is, are you so hitting on me? What is that? Suggested are a salt lick and a salt semen. lick. Like a square. Well, they go they, they go on. together. Salt and semen. You know? <laughs> so. Salty, salty semen. No, and too fond of copper. Really though, Shit. I guess I'll eat anything, but I don't. I mean, that doesn't sound good, but whatever. <laughs> Oh shit! So, is there anything else to piss you guys off, or 
I like it. You know, I I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot that pisses me off. I, I don't know if this falls into our strict what pisses me off category, but I, I woke up with just a god awful zit today. I'm 40 years old. What the hell is that all about? <laughs> man, I, mean, was, I got one too. It was man. a big. It was a big zit. I like. I went walked into the bathroom. I woke up, got out of bed, walked in the bathroom, and I could feel this this like sharp pain on my on my butt, or maybe it was a hit. I, where does the butt end and the hip begin? Somewhere in the the butt hip region, where the crack and starts. Like, kind of southeast of the taint. It, so, <laughs> so you got a taint zit? <laughs> no, no, no. Are you sure it's a zit then? It's <laughs> a fucking herpes. I can dude. identify my taint. I, I don't know what to call this area between the the butt cheek and the the, the hip. We need a new word for it. It was big. It was like casting a shadow, like a sundial. It was just fuck, and it was so disappointing because you, you know, you get, you, you notice a giant zit like that, and the first thing is you're kind of disgusted, but immediately you, it's good because you recognize it's a, it's the best kind of problem a man can have because it's a simple problem. All you have to do is apply direct force to it, and the problem is solved. It, you know, it, and there's that that slight pain, and then no pain. It's all and done. Then, and then thousands this, of this, baby spiders are crawling all over your ass. <laughs> I did not swallow a bubble 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 gum. Oh shit! But you know, tragically, this is it. Even though it was gigantic, I went to pop it, and it didn't. It just it like gave a little. It just it wasn't ready, and it, it was it was not the Vesuvius I was looking for. It was, and then it just it's with me all day. It's just like nastier and nastier. It's kind of like. It's not a Vesuvius. If you had to name a zit, it's more like a Bush presidency. It starts out looking like, ah, eh, no big deal, and then it just goes on and on and on, and it's a big fucking disgusting mess now. <laughs> God, I'm 40 years old. What am I doing with a, with a butt zit? That's, <laughs> that pisses me off. Shouldn't I be, like, dealing with a receding hairline or something instead of anal zits? Uh, you gotta wipe better, man. You know? That might be it, yeah. Actually, that Muzzy, uh, that's something that pisses me off. Fucking when you go to the bathroom and somebody pisses all over the toilet paper and you're taking a shit. I don't know if you guys go. To the, <laughs> no, I don't know if you guys go out to bars a lot, but the that guys' bathrooms breaker. are disgusting. And there's been times where I've, I'm taking a shit, you know, and I start pulling out toilet paper and it comes out and it looks like all textured and you're like, oh, textured, you know, oh, it's a yellow tint <laughs> to it, you know, it's all wrinkly and shit. And you start pulling it out, and then you, you come to that choice and you're like, do I wipe with it or do I pull up my pants and. uh you know, just walk around a shitty ass. <laughs> yeah, there's few things more satisfying than wiping with another man's urine. Yeah. Well, you wipe with it, it's all wet. It feels like someone's, like, licking your butthole, you know? You're like, stop it, Charlie, stop, you know? Uh, but, you know, so... I just pretend it's a moist towelette. <laughs> That's a good... Actually, I'll keep that one in mind. There you go. Yeah, it's just a wet nap. It's yeah. not... No, seriously, not anyone that uses toilet paper should be punched in the mouth repeatedly. They should be forced to eat the toilet paper. Well, if you I've... ever see anyone peeing on the toilet paper, it should be legal. Just to, to grab them, <sighs> shove that, that pee-soaked roll right down their throat. Who's ever going to see? Nobody's like, you know, it's not like it's two to a stall. At least not to the bars <laughs> I go to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, sometimes you go in there and you're all drunk and you, like, you like start peeing. And the next thing you know, you're, like, you're peeing on the wall. And you're like, oh, hey. What, what well, yeah, I, I understand <laughs> the concept of friendly fire. But if it's, like, soaked to the roll. Oh, yeah, no, these guys, like, maliciously piss into the toilet paper. You know, that's, like, that's this guy's plan to one day piss on every roll of paper. That's fucked up right there. That, that pisses me off. Yeah, sure. yeah, that pisses me off. Okay. Well, cool. But uh, since we don't have enough shit that pisses us off, I, as you know, have uh, asked our listeners to pipe in with stuff that pisses them off. So uh, a couple of things here. Uh, Jacob from the Pinto Gigante podcast uh, piped in with a couple of things that tick him off. So you mind if I read them? Well, uh, go ahead, read them, unless it's got big words, and then maybe pass it over to Jorge. He'll help you out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here you go. This is from Jacob. Number one thing that pisses Jacob off. People who walk their dogs and let them shit, but don't bring a bag to take said shit back with them. Me. I don't mind running over my own dog shit with the lawnmower if I'm too lazy to pick it up first because it's my own fault. But when I am mowing out in front of my house and I run over shit, I am fucking livid. I always have bags when I go walking with my dogs because it's just goddamn common courtesy. I agree. That's bullshit when people don't curb their dogs. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And you know what? I, I really hate dog shit. I do not clean up our dog's dog shit. We would not have a dog. I mean, I, I told my wife when we got a dog, like, that, that shit, that is entirely your deal. So, other people's dog shit, oh. Sometimes it's really hard, roll though. a pea-soaked toilet paper down their throat. Yeah, like, if they shit, like, really gross, like, just creamy, and you're basically, like, sifting the grass, like, combing it with the bag, trying to get it all, <laughs> like, they're just like, fuck well, sure, it. sure, I mean, that sucks, but if you don't like it, don't have a fucking dog. Well, I don't have a yeah, dog. Don't put your dog <laughs> you know what, you know what I'm dog. saying, right, but you know what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, you know, that just kind of goes with the territory. Yeah. So, okay, here's the other thing that pisses Jacob off. Chicks with big tits who are showing them off by wearing tight, low-cut tank tops and then look at you like you're some kind of monster if they catch you looking. I call bullshit. Look, even if I had a big dick, I wouldn't go around town wearing a Speedo unless I was looking to get some attention. I know, sexist. So be it. They like the attention. That's what they do it. <laughs> yeah, you know what kind of bugs me when I, I like I'll push my balls up so they're just hanging out of the top of my shorts and people will look. I just want to air them out. <laughs> You, do you do it for attention, or you just, you just, you know? No, I just want to be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, no one's stopping you, man. <laughs> when, you, when I get that, that gaze, you know. A gaze? Or, I always wonder about that, though, when you see a woman. I mean, do they consciously think, I'm going to wear this today because it accentuates my breasts, or are they doing it because, you know, oh, that top is cute. Maybe their boobs just get really sweaty. They're trying to air them out, you know, like my balls, <laughs> like Gord's balls. <laughs> no, they know. In fact, I'd like to send out a little shout out. I'd like to send out a personal thank you to a waitress at uh, Red Rum Burger because she knew what she was wearing. She knew when she bought that outfit. She knew when she put it on. And when she came out and served us our fries and she bent over the table to serve them to us, she knew what she was doing, and thank you. God bless you. I love you for that. Uh, there should be some sort of MacArthur Genius Grant for that kind of behavior. <laughs> Did she look at you like you were some kind of a monster, though? No, she didn't. She was totally cool about the whole thing, and, you know, I I have all the respect in the world for her. She's playing to her strengths. She's, you can make up for it with the tip. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the shaft, really. I mean, the whole thing. The tip of the shaft. <laughs> yeah, the you know, it, it's times like this though, when I'm just glad that I'm an ass man. <laughs> because until a woman grows eyes in the back of their head, I'm not going to get caught. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's kind of a waste too, because you're tall. I wish I was tall like you, because I'm a tit man, and I it's it's I don't get the view down the shirts like you do. And you're you're trying. <laughs> don't to get me wrong. Ass. I like to look at tits, but yeah, yeah, I'll look at ass every time. Huh. My well, wife's ass, that is. Yes, I only because... <laughs> <clears throat> speaking of getting getting caught and pissing us off, remember last week one of the many things that pissed me off was getting caught for something that I'm not doing? Yeah, masturbating, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> masturbating. The, no, this, this time, it happened again this week. You pissed on the I cat had, again? I Fucking knock it no. off with the cat! The, the cat knows better now. Someone sent me a link... To a video. <laughs> Here's the thing: it wasn't a porn. It was not a pornographic video. It was a it was a train wreck of a video of this this woman wearing a quote sexy stormtrooper outfit, and it was like she was doing some crazy ass pole dance with a low cut stormtrooper armored thing. I mean, it it's as terrible as it sounds. So I I click the link and it. It starts to load up the movie or whatever, and it's got that startup screen. And then I go and I'm like doing other things, opening email, looking at different stuff, opening a spreadsheet. And then I get too many windows open, and so I start trying to close the windows. And I'm trying to, you know, figure out what's making my computer freeze. And I click to that one, and so floop, that's the one that comes up on the screen. And right then, my wife walks in the office, and I'm frantically clicking, trying to close it. And she, and she walks in on me, trying to close what appears to be Stormtrooper porn. <laughs> so not and only... I, just look, I look at her, I'm like... <laughs> so not only are you this, like, asshole who's masturbating behind his wife's back, but you're doing it to total <laughs> geeky <Leah>. shit. <laughs> to Stormtrooper porn, yes. Yeah, you're awesome. Oh, come on. <laughs> Give me some credit. I'd be masturbating to something better than that. That rules. <sighs> yeah, Star oh, Wars is so old now. I want to go pee on the cat. <laughs> you should. 
You should piss on the cat often. Your kitty kitty. So, anyway, that's that's what pisses us off. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate you piping in, man. You guys are awesome. Check out the Pinto Gigante podcast, folks. It's uh, one of my faves. So, uh, something we have in common, Gord, did you know that Jorge also used to work at the dreaded Free Holy Pit? No. You worked at Taco Bell? Yeah, man. It was my uh, my second job. Basically my first job, though. You know? Same here, oh. dude. <laughs> Oh, stirring those beans, nightmare, huh? Yeah, yeah mixing the water with the fucking powder. Damn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we did all that shit. Cooking the meat and beans with a hangover. Oh, terrible, man. terrible. Dude, job. that was worse. Was frying when you'd have to go in at like seven in the morning, extra early <laughs> to fry up all those shells when you were hungover. No, no, I never got high enough up the Taco Bell ladder to get to be the fryer. I, I pretty much plateaued at Beanster. It's all skill, dude. You have to have the skills. What am I, what am I talking about? I hated the I fucking drive-thru the, the skill set. The drive-thru? The drive-thru was the worst, man. They wouldn't let males do the drive-thru where we worked. Oh, it was you... <laughs> all the women worked at the drive-thru. It was, none of the guys ever got to use the drive-thru. Isn't that right, Gordon? Yeah, I worked the drive-thru. Did you really? <laughs> no, actually, I did. I did once, but it was only because Becky Graham or someone was supposed. She had was suddenly had something to deal with. I remember a guy ordered a like a number four combo, and for some reason, I wrote the number, the numeral four, next to the number four combo. So then we like made four of these combos for him. When only one it was the number four, and I like handed him all this food. And I just here's like, your four combos. Gave him the universal. Shut the fuck up and just take the food. Look. Drive, man, drive. You get free food, damn it. Shut up. Four number ones. He's like, oh, here's your three. And then he like, like pulls around to the front and walks him in. I didn't get my diet coke. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Man, I remember I worked there one time, and the worst thing that ever happened was I came to work. Let's say it's called a dirty uniform. <laughs> I see. So was it was it the the brown uniforms with the green and orange and white stripes, or was it w- the purplish uniforms with like the green and white? It was like red and blue uniforms. Red and blue, really? Yeah, like wow. Ooh, yeah, we're, we're classy over here. Actually, meat. I worked at Taco Bell, and right next door was a Deja Vu. So, <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> right. we worked at a Taco Bell, and right next door was like a McDonald's, uh, and you get a strip place. Yeah, I know it's pretty Fuck. nice. But, uh, there is no justice. I telling you. I remember I got off work and I didn't have to work for a couple more days. And I was like, I was like 16 or something. And uh, I got home and I, you know, most 16 year olds get at home. You know, they they do a little thing, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I'm all like ripping off my taco uniform, jerking off, like running the walls. <laughs> And I'm like, until I'm about to come, you know, I'm like, oh shit, where I gotta go? So I like, I grab my taco uniform or my shirt and I just jizz in there and I'm like, whatever. And like, I like sit down on the bed, I'm like, finish typing up, I'm like, just toss it on the floor, I'm like, whatever, you know, I'll worry about it, I don't have to work for two days, you know? So anyways, two days later, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go to work. Picking up my fucking shit off the floor, trying to find my, running around trying to find my uniform because I'm running late. I get there and I put on my uniform in the bathroom and I come out, and, like, immediately they put me on, like, cu- dealing with customers and shit. So I'm, like, sitting there talking to people. I look down, and there's, like, this fucking stain, like, huge stain right on my stomach and my chest. Like, look like I just fucking blew it all over myself or something. And I'm, and like, go, oh, shit. Don't worry, it's not mine. <laughs> yeah, so I was, like, what am I going to do? So I fucking go, and I fucking, like, well, what could cover it up? I go, and I fucking grab the, the sour cream gun. I was going to say, <laughs> I fucking squirt it on there and just rub it in. And I was, like, oh, I'm getting messy today. <laughs> So I, I was able to wear dirty uniform to work and, you know, pull oh, it off. Oh, shit, dude. That is insane. And I shortly <laughs> quit a few days later. <laughs> oh, wow. So why didn't you just, like, use 7-Up from the Coke machine? Doesn't that, like, remove stains? I don't know how good it works with semen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to use Mr. Pib for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely a job I for I think Dr. Coke Pepper. is worse on your teeth, so I think it's worse on semen. <laughs> It'll take off corrosion on battery terminals, so it has it yeah. has to be able to work on semen, right? Yeah, well, just pour that on a cut and then, fuck it, and then you don't have to worry about getting her pregnant. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> yep. Wow, never gone to work with semen on my chest. <laughs> but, hey, the week is young. But on your mind, huh? <laughs> Dude, you work from I home. For I don't believe that. You work from home. 
Yeah. <laughs> you wake up and you you start yeah, working even on your chest. Podcast if, you, if you podcast with like jizz in your hair, then you'll absolutely go to work with it. Wow. Much madness in the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> okay, so I was in a Mexican restaurant uh, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. If you could call Taco Bell Mexican. Well, if you could call Chevy's Mexican. I was in a Chevy's and I'm eating and the guy in the table directly across from me He's got two, I'm looking at his back, he's got two tattoos on his triceps, and they spell out white pride. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing in a Mexican restaurant? (laughs) Get some tacos? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense to me at all. If you're going to go to all the effort to tattoo your racist philosophy on your triceps, maybe he should be in a, I don't know. I don't know what... Not a, well, just not because, a Chevy. Just yeah. because he hates other races doesn't mean he doesn't love their delicious, delicious food. <laughs> the delicious <laughs> pitos <laughs> and tortillas and queso. Oh, shit. I don't know. That's a thinker. Yeah, that that is a head scratcher. He had his whole family and everything. Had the, 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 wife whole, and the whole family daughter. had, like, white pride tattooed on their back or what? No, it was a white pride family, but he was the only one with visible tattoos. And you know, I mean, the the staff at Chevy's in Dixon is not exactly 100% Anglo-Saxon, if you know what I'm saying. You know, someone, but someone frankly, though, if you're the kind of guy who's going to, you know, get a tattoo like that, you don't give a shit what people think. No, but I would think you'd give a shit if people spit in your food. Yeah, that's a very good point, I guess. But maybe they're too dumb to realize that. I don't know. That could be. I mean, I guess if you get that, you're not exactly the brightest the brightest bulb in a KKK sheet. It, and having worked in that particular Chevy's during my college career, I can attest to the fact that the kitchen staff is uh, Hispanic. Mm. And I'm sure that if uh, someone like me walked in and went, "Hey, table number thirteen, that guy's a fucking Nazi," <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't really take too kindly to that. Mm. I'm sure, uh, well, all I can hope is that one of standards. the Chevy's employees scrapes some semen off of his shirt right into the guy's food. <laughs> or his shirt. <laughs> they know they had it on there, too. So. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but when I was working there, I was a busser, you know, low level. I go in the kitchen to drop off a bunch of dishes, and for no particular reason, I just go, hi, 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 just... Like that, and I, and I had that that flash of suddenly being, oh god, I'm I'm really really white, and everyone in here is is um, Hispanic, and I thought that maybe they were gonna, you know, the, the white fear thing. I'm like, oh, maybe they're gonna think I'm being a racist or a dick or something by by doing that. And like as one, every person in the kitchen after I went, hi, yeah, 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 they go, canta mayores. Yes, I was thinking, man. I go, okay, they think I'm cool. Yeah, so, okay. Racists out there, just go to your own damn restaurants, okay? <laughs> yeah. restaurants out of do this. Stay to McDonald's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's it? That's the racist restaurant? That's where the crackers <laughs> go? Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken. <laughs> Even better for the crackers. Yeah, you got a good, picture good of a plantation owner on there. Good call. So you got any good rock and roll stories for us, Jorge? Since we have a guest who's like actually a bona fide rock star. Oh, a rock star. Uh, totally, yeah. man. Barefoot Barnacle plays around town all the time. It's hard to go to sleep at night when all these bitches and hoes are all over you, groupies and shit, you know? <laughs> is that why Record you have... Record deals are fucking... Is that why you have two cell phones? Yeah. Well, those are just for my woman, you know? One for the bitches and one for the hoes? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have any good <laughs> the rock. The guy's rocking who's his the... stories about going to work at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's, who's the coolest band you guys have ever played with? Probably... Well, the coolest is like... Like, they're cool, they're not dickheads, or cool is, like, I, I like them a lot. Like, their music. Both. Well, I think the coolest show we ever played was probably with... You know, my favorite band that we play with is Tony Danza, Tap Dancer Javaganza. They're really cool, and they're, just, they're all really cool people. But our coolest show we ever did was probably with Dillinger Escape Plan. Because uh, that's why we play... Well, that's why I play guitar. Well, no, I play guitar just because I like to, but, you know, that's why I write the music that we do, or, you know, we write music that we do, or whatever, you know, and because Dillinger's one good influence, let's put it that way. Awesome, yeah, I was at that show, that was that was a kicking show, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've, I broke my foot that night, and I'm still wearing a cast, 
It's three months ago. No shit. Yeah, he, he's like the, the creaky stalker around the office, dude. It's hilarious. You can hear me crutching um, from a mile away. Hey, you know, the, the thing about foot injuries, I don't know what, what sort of hardware you've had to go with this, but I noticed this. When you're on crutches, people will help you. People go, oh, hey, let me get the door. Let me carry that. People are really kind. But when you graduate to the cane... Then you're walking with a cane. People avoid you. They won't make eye contact. You're like the creepy guy yeah. with a cane. I'm going to be on the cane but like in a week. <laughs> but that's why you got like the fucking Malcolm McDowell hat and the white suit. You were <laughs> you look like Clockwork Orange and shit. That's why people were scared of you. They didn't want to help your ass. That might have been, that might have been part of it. Because you were walking like, around with your droogies. <laughs> my droogie droogies. <laughs> Well, Those see, first couple of days though with crutches are just are killers because you you keep forgetting you don't actually have any free high ends. I remember like going into a Jamba Juice and getting a Jamba Juice and then oh shit, how am I going to carry this out to my car? You know? I've mastered the one-handed crutch and the no-handed crutch, so I don't the know. No-handed crutch? Yeah, dude, I can walk around with not even using my hands. It's fucking. I got armpits of death, man. He's like a Jedi now. He can carry a coffee and four CDs and still make it back to his desk. It's wow. impressive. <laughs> These aren't the crutches you're looking for. But And the sad day yeah. will come when he no longer has those skills. Yeah. I kind of wanted to like just walk around in crutches. That'd be my thing, you know? <laughs> be the crutches guy. Yeah. He actually played a show last week with Dysrhythmia on stage and he had to sit because he was he's still on crutches. But it was fun, though. You know, I never played a show sitting down or even tried to rock out sitting down, but it was really fun because I was, like, sliding around over the place and shit because I got wheels on my chair, so. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I was trying to run over my bass player's fucking toes. <laughs> oh, damn it. Awesome. So you actually hate your bass player, don't you? Uh, Well, you know, it's, you got to pick on somebody. So <laughs> he, I guess he gets the shit end of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you yeah. catch the last death clock? I was just thinking of that. Why don't you make like a bass player and be inaudible? <laughs> they were bagging on Murder Face in exactly that way. Oh, These yeah. two chicks, and he's all trying to hit on them, and it totally like goes nowhere. And then both the girls start bagging on him because he's the bass player. So it was pretty funny. Well, that's like the shame of being a bass player. You know, nobody wants to do it. But I'll give it. Alex is. He's a good bass player, and if he wasn't in our band, then we wouldn't be barefoot, you know. So. Yeah, he's he's cool. He he does the Gordon. He does this like gorilla stomp around the stage that is absolutely awesome. I I like the gorilla bass, man. Godzilla. I mean, beer. Get, what is it, gorilla or Godzilla? Godzilla stomp. The gorilla okay. stomp, yo. Check it. Coming straight, but kind of wreck it. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna freestyle, but I was like, you know. I'm not going to freestyle. You heard it here first, folks. Bone Bat's first ever freestyle. Give it up. <laughs> Recognize. We're not. Whoop, whoop. Now we all drink our beers. Sweet. All right, so are we to the point where we're supposed to do our filthy jokes now? I don't think so. I did want to talk a little bit. You know I've been bitching about the price of gas lately. And uh, so the, the last week I've been kind of experimenting with other ways to commute. And so, with men. So, I, you know, I uh, basically... I tried taking the bus. My, my average commute is 45 minutes, and uh, I figured it out, and it cost me about uh, $8.50 a day, $8.50 a day to drive back and forth to work. And so if I take the bus, I took the bus, and the bus took like two hours and ten minutes to get to work one way. One way? Right. But it costs like five seventy-five. so I'm saving three bucks, but I'm losing like an hour and a half out of my life. And you're spending with crackheads. <laughs> You know what? The, the funny thing is, the buses from Redmond to Bellevue, and they're they're fairly like mellow buses. And here, here the, the funny thing is, I was thinking because you know you're hearing all this about how commuting is tight, people have it tough and whatnot. And so I was like thinking to myself, oh shit, I hope that you know I don't have to you know stand all the way to Renton. That would kind of suck. And then I get on the bus, and I haven't been on a bus let, yet that was more than like a quarter full. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, you know, times are hard, but people are still in their cars, and they're still taking other ways to commute. So anyway, then then now, I, I, this weekend, I decided, well, what if I if I bike, because there's like a transit center it's five miles away from here. So what if I ride my bike to the transit center, and then catch the bus down to work, and then there's a little bit of a bike ride on the other end, and so that will take me like an hour and a half, but I'll get a workout, I'll, you know, work my fat ass, and then on top of that... 
I'll, you know, save like still save three and a half bucks or something like that. So it seemed like a good deal. So, so Sunday I try to, you know, on a, in a time where there's not the rush hour because there's like this pretty hardcore bike trail from here to the bus terminal, which is near Microsoft. And so I'm riding up the hill and I get about a hundred yards into it. And it's this mile long hill and I'm like wheezing and sucking wind and I have to walk my bike. And I, and I'm just you know I'm just imagining like a week from now this diminutive fifty year old woman blazing past me yelling on your left pussy you know I I don't know I'm I'm very concerned. Do you wear like the speedos? Oh, no, I don't. That's the thing, you know. And then today I was driving by like the entrance to that in the morning on my way to work. Because I had like a long rep appointment today and I didn't want to be all sweaty like a pig. So I didn't want to do the bike thing. And so uh, I, I, I'm driving by that and I see like, you know, five bikes lined up at the entrance to this bike trail I have to take in the like spandex and the sharp, sh- the shark like helmets. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to get eaten alive on that hill. I'm such a pussy. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm are... still I'm still messing with this. I'm trying to figure out, you know, on the one hand. I want to, you know, save a little money. It galls me to give the fucking oil companies any more of my money. And on top of that, you know, if it if it's a little better for the earth, then that's a good thing, too. But, geez, I, I'm not sure I'm man enough to do an alternate commute. <laughs> <laughs> but the buses are horrible. I was, I was biking to, uh, with my kids, biking up to their, their summer camp the other day. This, You know, it's nice out and sunny. They want to ride their bikes. You know, let's ride bikes. So... <laughs> did it and it's like just as i get back i get a phone call from a client on my cell phone and he asked me oh, are you in the car i said no i'm just getting off my bike and he can't wrap his head around he's like your your, your motorcycle I'm like no my, my bicycle i just and i start trying to tell him he can't he cannot understand he's like well are you doing that for the environment or are you trying to make a political statement like, no i'm just i'm riding my bike man get, get off my dick why does everything have to be for some greater, I don't know. I hate people. Well, last time I rode a bike, I was probably like 12 years old. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think we're going to go green, man. You know. Yeah. So you speak probably <laughs> someone like you. <laughs> no, I'm. I've been feeling the Fucking green. Non-bike people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, I, I, especially around here in Redmond, this is kind of like I, I don't know. The, they consider this town I live in like the bicycle capital of the world, and so you see a oh, lot. Fuck of you! Them. I'm in Davis. I'm, I'm going to have to take issue with that. Davis is the bicycle capital of the world. It's, it's, it's symbol for the city. But yeah, so same here. We have a sign for it, and like uh, in, in two weeks, it's the big summer festival for the town is Redmond Bicycle Days. They have a carpool bicycle lane. Beat they that! Do. Yeah. What's up with that? So yeah, so you know, I, I I I'm trying to do it, but it's I at this point I, I'm gonna it's it's gonna be a lot of hard work to get there, and I, I can do it. I know I can do it, but holy cow! Maybe you should just <laughs> hang a sign on the back of your bike, you know, wide load, just little arrows pointing out the signs. <laughs> Good lord! So anyway, hey, so uh, you know what I did this weekend? Uh, you blew your load all over your Taco Bell uniform? Oh, no, that's what I meant. Oh, no. damn. <laughs> no, I uh, took my son to see The Incredible Hulk. Did you see that yet? No, it looked like an absolute piece of crap. Dude, it's good. I it saw was it. awesome. It was almost really? as good as Iron Man. It's pretty cool really? watching like two huge motherfuckers beat the shit out of each other, you know? Yeah. Even though it's, it's all CGI. But, and yeah. you know what? For <laughs> Somehow, and I was concerned about that, but they the, the like very first time you see Hulk, they do a great horror movie reveal where you never see his whole body. He's coming out of the shadows and he's beating the shit out of people and he's fucking people up. And then he like disappears in the shadows. So they don't do the full like bullshit CGI that totally blows the whole uh, illusion. And so it ended up coming out really good. I was really impressed with it. It was awesome to like look over and see my five-year-old's eyes just light up as he was watching Hulk smash. It was awesome, dude. <laughs> that was pretty lame. That's the only thing he said, though. It's like the other guy had like the same virus. He's like, "Hello, how you doing, sir?" Blah blah blah. The other guy's like, oh, uh, took him like the whole movie to like finally figure out how to talk. It's like, very end. That kind of bothered me. But. It had some some cool ass cameos in it, though. Lou, Lou Ferrigno was like a security guard. 
Yeah, I heard he was going to be in it. And uh, they did a, they did like a Bill Bixby was in a at one point Ed Norton the the guy who's playing Bruce Banner is in Brazil and he's he's flipping through his TV and it stops on uh, courtship of Eddie father, Eddie's father with Bill Bixby for a second and so you get a cameo of him. It was just That's really cool. cool. It, it was neat the way they kind of gave homages to history and the 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 movie was uh, you know every bit as fun as Iron Man was and so uh, yeah definitely check it out it was great. All right, all right. Based on your recommendation, I will move that from the not going to see column to the yeah, maybe I'll see that column. The two dollar theater column. <laughs> Are you guys going to see Wally? I saw Wally. it. Yeah, I hear it's like yeah. the ballsiest animated feature around. That it it, it kind of breaches concepts about like America. Making, yeah. That... <laughs> hey, you know what? It its message it's very thin. The plot is thin. You know what the message is going in. It doesn't. It's it's not some big controversial anything. It's just a really fun movie, and it's it's amazingly well rendered. But you know the you know what the message is. It's not it, it's not particularly subversive or anything. It's just a fun movie. That's all. And the the cartoon at the beginning. You know how Pixar always does a little the animated short? cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. The short. Once again. Great. I mean, it's just a funny little cartoon about a magician and his rabbit. And God, it was it was great. Awesome. I, give, I give it two thumbs up. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on checking it out. You know what yeah, I kind of you know what I kind of miss though about going to the movies as a kid. This is something with when Thad when we came out of the of Hulk. Thad is like jumping around, smashing shit. <laughs> And, you know, it's like you take him, but we took him to Forbidden Kingdom, and he came out and was, like, kung-fuing everything. I mean, you know, there, there is, right now, there, there isn't a movie. Well, I guess if I went and saw porno, I'd come out wanting to fuck. But yeah, don't bring other sex than in the city, man. <laughs> other than that, you know, the, the, it's a, I don't know. Movies just don't engender me that in me anymore, and I kind of miss that. That's kind of a cool thing to come out of a kung-fu movie and wanting to, you know, jump around and try off your crane kick and all that shit. Yeah, I think you are Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That's badass. That there's a little bit of transformation that happens. I love that. Hey, have you seen The King of Kong? I have be- not. That's supposed to be awesome. Have you do you know about this movie? <laughs> I've heard that of it, but I never saw movie. it. It's a documentary about a guy who lives right here in Redmond who is like battling to be world champion of Donkey Kong. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never have I wanted someone to get the high score on Donkey Kong so much as I wanted him to. Because he seems like this pretty decent human being. And the guy that has the record that he's trying to beat is just a freaking scumbag. He is a King Kong. You hate him from the moment you see him. <laughs> he, like skinny black jeans, long black feathered hair. The, 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 oh, he's, just a, he's just a douche. He's a douche's douche. It was it was a great documentary. I I rented it thinking, yeah, maybe I'll watch this, maybe I won't. And God, it was great. You ought to rent that. Awesome. Yeah, a friend of ours has it, and so we're we're supposed to get together for a movie night soon and check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing it because, like I said, the guy lives here in town, so it's kind of yeah. neat. The guy's like five miles away from us, and and he's you know he still has the Donkey Kong machine in his garage. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So you ready for the filthy joke of the week? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? I, I'm ready, yeah. Okay, Gord, why don't you, since I started last week, why don't you go first, and then Jorge, and then All right. I'll, I'll close it out. Okay. So these uh, these three secretaries get on the elevator at work to uh, to take their lunch break, you know, go down to the, uh, whatever, cafeteria. And they get on the elevator, and the, the first one goes, oh, my God, what's that on the wall? It It looks like semen. And the second one, she looks at it and she goes, she kind of puts her finger on it, puts it in her mouth and goes, oh my God, it, it tastes like semen. <laughs> the third one, she, she like looks at the first two, looks at the thing on the wall, puts her, her tongue right in it. She goes, well, it's no one on this floor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. All right, go ahead. Um, well... I'm going to go for uh, easy classic one, you know. Uh, how many dead babies can you fit in a microwave? I give up. How I many? don't know. How many? Seven. Seven? 
All right, maybe I'll do another joke. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. It took us a second. (laughs) Here, all right. I'll do another one, a short one. Uh, What's the difference between uh, a dead baby and a can of tuna? What? I don't jizzle over a can of tuna before I eat it. <laughs> That's fucked up right there. Okay. This this guy walks into a bar, and he's got this pet orangutan following him into the bar. So he sits down at the bar, and the orangutan jumps up on the counter. And he says, I have, I, I have taught this orangutan the most amazing trick ever. If I get him to do this trick... Will you give me a free drink? The bartender says, well, I, yeah, I'm a little dubious, but yeah, fucking go for it. It's a slow night. I got nothing going on. Rock it. So the guy pulls out of his backpack this big iron skillet and bong, he hits the, the orangutan in the back of the head. The orangutan jumps up in the air, flips three times, jumps off the counter and starts just giving the guy the most amazing blowjob ever. <laughs> so the... The bartender says, my God, that is really amazing. The time you must have put into that. I'm frankly, I'm just stunned by what I'm seeing here. So, yeah, absolutely. Here's your drink. The guy says, would you like to try it? He says, sure, but this time don't hit me so hard. (laughs) No? Okay. Anyway. Uh, I like the dead I thought it was funny. (laughs) That's that's what I got. Yeah, that's that's just the... Poor man's version of the the dog licking his balls. Oh, I wish I could do that. Well, don't you think you should pet him first? Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get out of this thing. I think that's about it tonight. So, a uh, couple of quick uh, housekeeping things. Uh, the Bone Bat Metal Contest. Uh, once again, we didn't really have much in the way of uh, people responding. So, Tim S. Once again, our fan from Cincinnati, wins the Clutch Pitchfork CD. Uh, Pretty soon you're so, going to have his whole CD collection. I uh, know, yeah. 3,000 people listen to this. <laughs> At this None point, uh, this this is it, Tim. I'm cutting you off. After this, you're disqualified for the next five episodes. I'm not turning into your fucking personal Lala. Anyway, so uh, that CD will be on its way to you, sir. Thank you, as always, for listening and your feedback. We do appreciate it. Uh, a couple other things. Tonight, you've been listening to Seattle's Hunab Koo. You need to check them out at their MySpace site, also at their website, www.hunabku2012.com. Uh, so give them a look. Uh, they're a badass band. They do play locally. Also, Jorge, thanks for coming tonight, man. That's really awesome. Uh, you guys are doing kind of a local tour here soon, right? Uh, well, we were, but the, some, of the show, some of the shows got canceled, so no. Okay. <laughs> well, check out check out the front we're page. Of, we're, oh, sorry. Oh, check out the front page of Bonehand.com. Uh, I will update Jorge's uh, on the in the crucial calendar. I will update uh, all of Jorge's <laughs> shows on there. So if you guys ever want to know when Barefoot's playing, I'll be sure to keep that updated. Thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome, man. And thank you. You know, you you guys have really helped us out all along, letting us use your music throughout since the, the start of this show, and we really appreciate it. It's been awesome. So props. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. No problem. Cool. Okay. And then a couple other things. Uh, the Bone Bat Podcast, of course, is available for subscription at iTunes. Uh, so if you like what you're hearing, folks, uh, please uh, comment on iTunes or give us a review. We appreciate that. Also, uh, you can find us on Podcast Alley. If you can give us a vote, that increases our visibility and uh, will get us more listeners, which we always want to do. Spreading that Bone Bat love that we like to do. Bone Bat. Bone Bat. Also, uh, you know, if something pisses you off, let us know via email at steve at bonehand.com. Uh, we like to add uh, the listener's input into our pissed off uh, bit every week, so that's always a cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, give us feedback. We like to hear what, uh, what you like, what you don't like. So uh, I think that's what we've got. Is there anything else we need to cover? Oh, yeah. That about covers it. Oh, wait, you know, go to MightyWombat.com, check out my cartoon every Thursday, and once a month I got a column in DavisLifeMagazine.com. The new column is up as of today. Correct. Oh, the new column's up? Badass. Yeah. I got to read that. Awesome. Is it a good one? It, it, it deals with uh, a stranger's penis and a clown. <laughs> oh, damn. Perfect. Sounds like my kind of cartoon. How you get that <laughs> shit into mainstream media, I have no idea. You are I the master, no sir. I, pr- I bow. 
All right, and uh, of course, new content on Bonehand.com every Sunday. Uh, that's about it. Uh, also, don't forget to listen to our friends, PintoGigante.com. Uh, new podcast every Monday. They rule. That's it. So thanks very much. Uh, once again, this is Steve. This is Gord. This is Ohio. Peace out, yo. Bye.